0: Hello and welcome to episode 12 of This Week on Earth. Big show for everyone tonight. We've got Jar Jar Binks, hand sanitizer cannonballs, and the latest Netflix feature you didn't know you needed. It's This Week on Earth. Let's get to it. kicking things off. We do have a brand new segment for you today. We're calling it the Weekly Binge. Uh, We'll be sitting down uh, on our butts in the middle of this pandemic. Nothing better to do than to watch through old series, TV shows, movies, and the like. We're going to kick things off with a top-to-bottom, soup-to-nuts review of every Star Wars movie, uh, starting tonight with episode one, The Phantom Menace.
1: The first one chronologically first one that came out in our lifetimes not insignificant i we had both seen the original series by the time this came out but there was a lot of hype for this and i think we were just at the right age where we could we could partake in that hype
0: it was very perfect uh timing wise i'd say that's uh Probably part of the reason it came out when it did is that so George Lucas re-released um the originals in the early nineties. I think it was his like uh director's cut or not director's yeah, cut, but yeah, like digitally I, yeah, remastered version, right? Everybody, so yeah. I th- right. It did you have the, the VHS yeah, the gold the, yeah. yeah, Darth Vader yep. face? Yeah. Um so I think that's why our age group was super into it and why they were probably like, okay, now's a good time to Utilize that new CGI and come out with the next Star Wars movie.
1: Utilize it, they did, Jack.
0: Yeah. Uh, timeliness, fantastic. Yep. 10 out of 10. Quality of movie.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not the greatest. <laughs> and
0: the, honestly, the CGI has a lot to do with that. Yeah, there <laughs> is
1: like, you gotta credit them a little bit because there are like some scenes, it's like, okay, it's like not good by today's standards, but it's also you know, 21 years.
0: Yeah. Increasingly
1: digital world and, you know, all that. So some of it's pretty good. There's some that's just really, really bad. Pod racing was great.
0: Really good. Yeah, it was really good. And then, like, uh, any scene that happens underwater in the Gungan area of Naboo, really bad. Like, you can tell it's two guys standing on a green screen pedestal surrounded by green screens. And they've just filled everything else in. It probably
1: didn't help that we were watching this on our HD TVs. And like I imagine you watch this on a tube TV and probably looks a lot better. This
0: this movie was not made for 4k ultra. This was a, (laughs) this was made for a Seiko wristwatch with built in TV screen.
1: All right, Jack, why don't you kick off with some info about the setting of this first movie?
0: The movie primarily takes place in three locations. Uh, starts off, they're basically outside of Naboo uh, with the Trade Federation, who's currently blockading the planet of Naboo. Um, So a lot of the movie takes place either in space, outside of Naboo, or on Naboo. Um, Coruscant being sort of the seemingly uh, galactic metro, I guess, like it's, um, you know, where the Jedi Council is housed. It's where the uh, Galactic Senate is housed. Uh, And then lastly being Tatooine, um, of course, home planet of uh, Anakin Skywalker for reference in this movie. Um, You guys may know of a similar uh, character, a Luke Skywalker, who also is uh, from Tatooine, but we'll get to that uh, in week four. Um, Primary synopsis here of this one, you've got uh, two Jedi Knights, that's Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon Jinn, uh, basically help the Queen of Naboo escape. They end up on Tatooine, meet a magical little boy, Uh, hijinks ensue, magical little boy goes with them to uh, Coruscant, and more hijinks ensue. that's about it. It kind of just ends. Like it doesn't, there's not like a huge, I feel like the, the big conflict was Naboo, but you're really not that invested. Cause the main character being Anakin is all you really care about.
1: Yeah. The, the Naboo is the location of the, is it Gungans? Am I saying that right? Yeah. The Gungans. Yeah. And they're just like easily the worst part of the movie. The, well, we'll talk more on that try to go chronologically here, but they're gonna come up a whole lot. Yeah. I think everybody's more interested in the stuff that happens on Tatooine. In particular, and I think honestly I'll say the second best part of the movie, and it is strong, the pod racing. Pod racing was great. Which
0: Fucking and that like
1: is a is a great like oh this kid is kinda of special. Um
0: Yeah. He's the only human that can do it. Do we wanna do we wanna
1: start with the first time we meet the secret Sith Lord, Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: <laughs> Dude, that is the like funniest fan theory out there. So for anyone listening that doesn't know what we're talking about, there's a wild fan theory that uh, George Lucas had initially intended for Jar Jar Binks to be a Sith Lord uh, and the whole like goofy Jar Jar in episode one is just an act that he's putting on um, but would have eventually been revealed to be uh the most evil of them all you can't watch this movie and think that though no. that's the thing no <laughs> just just watch there's, it and it's like nah
1: <laughs> there's uh several parts saying out that first of all like the voice thing yeah not good I, the it'd be like one thing if they had their own language that's fine but like the co, like the we'll use english but we'll do misa for everything yeah. it's like no just do, do your own thing i don't know
0: Misa, Wisa, Yusa. Was,
1: and it just it just like dumbs them down almost, you know? It's like you're yeah. watching it, it's like why are they using this goofy language and, and I don't know, maybe that's too critical, but
0: I feel like there you could, Yeah, you know, and it's totally canon for them to have their own language yeah, too. I mean, that's, like that that's was I mean. like a total Star Wars yeah. thing. And you just get the little yellow uh translation at the bottom. And they like it's but then, for then some just reason, like, have
1: some sort of translator device, right? Like nobody even, I don't have to get invested in like obviously I don't, I don't want to read text for a third of the movie, in in a, yeah. in a whatever English movie I do like subtitled movies, but they if they have their own language and then there's like some translator device that just like makes it English or whatever language you're watching the movie in, that works yeah like the, don't don't the, give me this weird half. Uh, what am I looking for? compromise this half compromise like just
0: right pig latin <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, that's uh, exactly what it is it's pig latin the, the uh gungans the speak pronouns. like yeah, that episode of of uh spongebob where he ends up on the bottom of the ocean and he's trying to get directions and everyone just goes in between every word they say <laughs> like i don't understand yeah. what like that's exactly what the gungans are just like Oh, they have a unique, uh, flourishing language of "ooh wa in between every single straight-up English yeah. word. Uh,
1: pronoun Pig Latin. I think that's the name of the yeah.
0: language. Uh, yeah, and it's that's it's kind of a shame yep. that I mean. So there's two things: like if you're going to include them, why make them so fucking stupid? Yep. The alternative is like you could have just not had them at all. Yeah, at, like they serve like their their primary contribution to this movie is that they like fight the droid army which is great but like why not what, what the, people, the rest of yeah. the planet could have right been doing I, that so it's just like this weird like part of
1: it has to be like this artistic like oh we're underwater and like look at there's a world that looks like caviar but they're living in it and the caviar right. is really big and that's fun also absurd amount of giant fish immediately outside that yeah. city
0: <laughs> and you, walk them, you watch them walk right through those bubbles. Yeah. It's not like it's <laughs> great protection. And we, when we say yeah. fish, they're monsters. <laughs> you, i mean, they're assuming yeah, you've they're, seen this movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. They're
1: like the size of skyscrapers.
0: And, then, and the, the Gungans are perfectly good on land. Yeah, they don't even need to be yeah, underwater with the giant sea monsters. Yeah, there's,
1: there's no reason. When he's
0: like, "Oh, I know where they're at. They're in the the sacred place, uh, also known as just the land." Just like a, just we the just land. went above
1: ground and yeah, yeah. The whole we hide in the woods. The whole thing's bizarre. I, uh, there are some like strong parts in this movie. I don't. I don't want to dwell on the gungans because it's not one. But the the one thing I will call out is the just Jar Jar in particular. I mean, I think they recognize that he did not sit well with anyone because his role depreciates significantly in the next movie. Like, he's not...
0: Yeah, he's he's basically got a cameo. That's about it. Yeah.
1: There are so many, like, baffling moments with him. There's... in, In the final Naboo battle... Yeah. They name him a general yeah right before and it's like yeah. this guy is clearly incompetent on every single not level not just
0: incompetent yeah <laughs> that's so that's my issue here. It's like the incompetence like if he was like goofy slapstick mm-hmm. like oops jar jar slipped on poop again like you know that would be one thing what she does step in poop so i guess we're not really too far off the bat there but <laughs> it's the he's also just like an asshole like he's walking he's at dinner with them and he's like grabbing food with his mouth yeah to the point that someone at the table would be like, dude, can you fucking stop? And then he try to do it again and <laughs> tell him to stop again. He steals that like fucking frog thing off of the uh the vendor's cart. Like he's just an asshole, too. Like he's not just like, oops, I'm such a goofball and they they make him a general and later he's a senator.
1: Yeah, yeah. Clearly, comic relief character throughout the whole time, but the problem is he's not funny. And B, it's comic <laughs> like, relief yeah. in a movie that you have a kid actor who, who like, there right. are so many moments to write that in with him, and like just do like yes. a goofy moment with him and like his friends and like around the pod racing stuff, and like R two D two and the and C three P O is they they have a back and forth that's kind of humorous, knowing what you know later on. Yeah. It just, it was, it's just like, if you could cut that out, and I'm actually, I'm almost positive someone has done this. They just cut out all the Gungan scenes. It's a much better movie.
0: Yeah, you absolutely could. I mean, even the, like, B-plot of the droid army is, like, not necessary. You could just cut that 30 minutes out of there. Um yeah, Jar Jar Binks is like that kid in like middle school that just makes a lot of noise. So he thinks he's funny, yep. but it like no one else thinks he's funny. Like that guy is Jar Jar Binks. Yep. It, but like that's like not even Jar Jar's fault. He's just a CGI puppet. This was, you know, everyone involved in the creation of this movie. Like no one was like, hey, yeah. maybe we leave this, thing like this sucks. idea. Yeah. Like didn't they test this movie too? And there's no way people walked out of it like, man, that Jar Jar character is really sticking yeah. with me. Let's, uh, and you it, know, yeah, toy sales. I guess
1: certainly is it's aging worse somehow. It, it, it's I like arguably one of the worst parts of the entire series is the introduction of Jar Jar Pink's. I don't think that's yeah. an exaggeration.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> like, so can, much you damage can,
1: like, in one movie that it's like this. This was, <laughs> he, was like pretty good, and then he'd add this.
0: It thing. honestly this one would have been so much better regarded if it weren't for the any of the Gungans. Yep. Like, that's the thing. It's like, the my other like big knock on it is like, yeah, Jacob Lloyd is a child actor. Like, of course he's not great. Right. Like, yep. you, know, you know, there's elements in there, but also like part of that was the script too. Like they made him say yippee like let's, three let's times. Let's close Gungans
1: quick. And then, okay. we'll, then we'll kick over. Please, let's close <laughs> the
0: book on Gungans.
1: Uh, should have been left out. Language didn't make any sense. Jar Jar Binks somehow becomes a general and then a senator, even though he's like clearly the least intelligent creature in any. In yeah. Every scene, every single scene he's in, he is the least intelligent creature in the room. Mm-hmm. And that includes scenes with the droids.
0: Inexplicable. Yeah. When, when he steps in the poop and they zoom in on him and it's just him in the poop, he's still dumber. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's true. Look at the sentient poop. Um,
1: We'll we'll leave it at that. We could go on probably for an entire yes. episode. Outside of that, we've got some really interesting characters, and and mm-hmm. I think my favorite movie poster ever is the poster with young Anakin and his shadow mm. on the wall. The shadow, of Darth yeah. Vader's shadow yeah so cool so subtle it's it's brilliant so everybody's
0: hyped Probably subtle but it's very cool well yeah. is
1: a like <laughs> seven year old it took me a second to notice that it was yeah. there um <laughs> it's like brilliant everybody's super excited for this movie delivers in some of those aspects I, it, it really does like and this is mm-hmm. the right the advantage of being the first movie here and and we'll talk about the other movies in due course but It really did set like a pretty good stage. It was like we've this is how Anakin comes aboard. We've got these Jedi masters that are like taking an an interest in him, and he's gonna get trained, you know, by the end of the movie. Pretty good. Yeah. Him specifically, and I think you were just about to touch on this earlier. Not like great acting job but he's like 10 years old and you don't
0: right he did as good as you'd expect a child to do yeah he he
1: really did have some of the better scenes like like i said i think pod racing is one of the most memorable pieces of this so it's almost all him right
0: and some some great lines come out of that yeah yeah now this is pod racing (laughs) (laughs) yes anakin
1: we rewatched this, I called that line out specifically to Jess. She didn't, she didn't <laughs> the, get it as much.
0: The ones that always get me, and I mentioned it before, is the Yippies. Yep. They're so... yeah no, they're bad. They're so bad, and they're, like, so, like, hey, Anakin, finish your thing, and then you can work on your fighter droid. Yippee! Like, it's so, like, oh, it's so bad. So... To the point that I got it, like, has George Lucas never seen a child... Ever to, like has he ever been around a child that's like hey you want to go uh, to the park yippee like no that, <laughs> like a that would never happen flat monotone like yippee right that's the, that's the other thing too it's just really bad yeah. Um, but yeah I mean other than that he's
1: a kid you you give kids yeah you know passes and again, I don't think it like if, if yeah if he like it does not ruin the plot and, and so no not does, at it all. doesn't it doesn't like, exactly, amplify any points but it's right. it's good. Or, it's fine. Um, I want to talk about... a pretty important plot point that I think it's glazed over and confirming thinking about this, right? Qui-Gon Jinn, I want to talk about him a lot in a Mm -hmm. second. Yeah. is asking Anakin's mom, who, they kind of had some chemistry. Oh, yeah. Asked Anakin's mom, who's the father, and she more or less implies... Immaculate Conception.
0: Yeah, it's actually implied twice in the movie. It was the, the yeah, second so one was
1: later at the console? My yeah,
0: gonna, later they're like, it, he may have been conceived by the Medichlorians. It's like okay, <laughs> so okay.
1: <laughs> I mean, that part's a little baffling.
0: It is, and I don't think, well,
1: and it's, I, I do, I don't think, it's a good plot point. You could have went without that one in my head, but
0: I think part of the issue too is that like this is a failure on lucas's part for sure that like we don't know a fucking thing about this prophecy until they're like testing his blood and going like oh he could be the one from the prophecy like that it's like you know if there if that had been something that had come up in the earlier movies like as in the early release movies be like oh yeah this guy uh darth vader he was prophesied like that never happened yeah. so like now they're speaking to this prophecy and like midi midichlorians we can i'm sure we're going to come back to but yeah yeah it's just i think it was just a flop on the the part of like trying to paint this picture, I mean, why not just
1: say that he ran a, like Darth Vader is already this like crazy mysterious figure. We don't need a like Jesus comparison, like a weird yeah. tie. Like I just I just throw that out. Yeah, that was a great. I I didn't even realize that until watching this again. I was like, hold on, did they just <laughs> say it's like. And, yep. <laughs> and, and like no one seems to think that's weird like i'm sure like 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 the the mom is just like yep there's just no father i could kind of get like no one believing her yeah but and also like this kid is like clearly a genius and is like very like people don't start to connect these dots at all so it's, all, it's all right. does, i guess
0: I guess too, like the flip side could be that there's like a more insidious from her perspective. It's like she's a slave. Yeah. You know, like there's a good chance that, sure. you know, she has not had the best life. Yep. Like it's fully possible she was, she meant it as like, ah, fuck if I know. Like, you know, and then Qui Gon took that as like, oh, you know, maybe this was from the yep. magic of Midi Chlorians. Uh,
1: Changes the way I think about that character, for sure. Yes. Um, It is not something I realize. Um, You want to talk Qui-Gon a little bit?
0: Yeah, man. Qui-Gon rocks socks. Uh, So, yes.
1: One of my favorite Jedis, and you only get to see him for like 45 minutes, an hour, or probably an hour.
0: Mm -hmm. Can
1: I say, Qui-Gon too soon? Uh R.I.P. Qui-Gon. Oh incredible Qui-Gon. character
0: um that was great Dave quite gone too soon quite gone but not forgotten
1: he uh... bummer that he doesn't get a ghost man
0: uh so okay so we're we are jumping ahead briefly but we'll jump right back you don't ever see him as a ghost man but he's the one that figures out how to do it and teaches all the uh. other Jedi how to do ghost man yeah, uh, I think it's two or three. Uh, Yoda says to um, Obi-Wan, Your old master has figured out how to like penetrate through the void and can, yeah. So you don't actually meet Qui-Gon Ghost, but he's the one that fig- figures it out and teaches everyone else, which is pretty dope. Um, he is such a perfect, like, so him and, and, it, and it trickles into Obi-Wan too. You can definitely see it. And, like, I think you could argue it goes to Anakin as well that you'll see in later movies, but, like, the whole, like, okay, there's a good chance the Jedi Order isn't right yeah. about everything. Yep. Like, that whole, like, resistance to that, and, like, the fact that he's sacrificing basically his career and his life to, like, stick with what he thinks is, like, the right thing to do. Um, kind of a bummer and, like, that it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, you could argue yes, it, yes, that it there, was. There's a,
1: there's a lot there. We'll, we'll talk about a lot of that later on. <laughs>
0: we'll talk about that in a month just, and a half.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just like, I mean, it, not like we're spoiling a movie here for anyone. We can't say yeah. that. Like okay, like obviously he thinks he's bringing a, a, like about the next great leader of the Jedi and like a, a powerful figure for good. And he ends up bringing the antithesis of that to reality.
0: So you could argue that in, in for two most ways, of his life, the I, you know, I think we'll have to come back to it because it's yep, yeah because yep. there's there's two kind of outcomes there. So uh, so Qui Gon's great, um,
1: Obi Wan, uh, and I mean let's call out the actress here too because Liam Neeson. Yeah, is incredible. Liam Neeson um
0: and ewan mcgregor yep
1: and ewan mcgregor uh two incredible casts mm-hmm. I, I would say ewan, ewan mcgregor throughout all three movies he's then does an incredible job
0: super good uh, he's the best part of, of yep yep the easily prequels, um far. also knowing
1: the interactions between him and vader laying on like this you know he's like mm-hmm. hey Anakin, like you know nice to meet you like i'm gonna and like at the end of the movie i'm gonna train you and it's like and like everything, Anakin says is like, "Oh yeah, you kill him later." <laughs> That's just yeah. like sitting in your head, right? Like, right. It just it, it's it's one of the strikes of this movie is knowing the future with some of that because it adds some depth to some of these interactions, especially yeah, needed absolutely. for for Anakin's character because he's ten. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's great. Ewan McGregor does a great job. Um, so Liam Neeson, uh, another one-two punch here. Natalie Portman. Yeah. Let's talk about her for a second. Also, Kira Knightley. No. Kira Knightley, Knightley's debut is the body double for. It's Padme. It's, it's, yeah. Well, so Padme is. is well, right. Portman, the, yeah, the real exactly, Padme. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Kira Knightley. This <clears> is her <throat> debut.
0: I did not realize that was Kira Knightley. Yep. Kira Knightley. Um, so here's my takeaway. So I, I've watched episode one recently even before watching this and i still didn't notice it um i remember watching it as a kid and being kind of skeeved out knowing that like oh these two are going to get together and this is an adult and this is a child like clearly a child Rewatching it, she's like she looks like she's like 15. So I guess I, I, like, it didn't feel as weird this time. Like there's still an age difference, but like you know, in 10, 15 years, it's not going to be noticeable. You know, a sure five can, year difference like, isn't going to look
1: be. up the age. But yeah, it's, I, it, it I seems think they're like closer, like 18, in the lore. But yeah, by the third movie,
0: right. So, so in other words, 25. like there's definitely an age difference there, but I remember it feeling a lot grosser when I was younger, and now seeing it like as someone who's older than both of these actors, it's like oh, eh. You know, I mean, it's not like five years of a is a huge gap. deal at their age. This at movie, that age, yeah, and exactly.
1: As you get older, it's not yeah, sixty-five to sixty, right? That's not a different Yeah. Time, so.
0: Yeah, and I gotta tell you too, Amidala, uh, or I guess all right. So she is just Padme.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you you, um, you can tell when she switches back into that role because, like, when they go to the right. Senate, she's not using a body. No, yeah, belt, yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: I know that, but I mean, she goes by Padme yes, in the other films. Yeah. And like that's the confusing thing. So I don't know what the handmaid's handmaid. let i don't uh, know what a assistant's name actually is. Let's um, let's
1: use Padme for the actual queen, and we'll say body double yeah. for the the non-queen.
0: Or just other Padme. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Padme and other Padme. No, um, the Padme character, and this is certainly obvious in the first one, and I think just like more so in two and three. It's just a bad character. Yep. Like it's just a boring character. Like I get like why they have her like being super stoic and everything, but it's just like just makes for boring movies. The,
1: uh, the stoicism really hurts in this one because you you, right. you just you don't feel for the plight at all because she's acting like a robot through all it, these. I will like, not stand by while my
0: people are slaughtered. It's, it's like, really just that doesn't like. Yeah. I'm
1: sure it was written in and like like you obviously they're they're trying to go for some sort of regal air to it. They don't hit it. They they just hit like a robot. Like I li- literally as a kid like had that thought go through my mind. It's like, is this a robot double thing at the end yeah. when it's revealed?
0: When I was a kid, I was thinking, more Jar Jar. Yeah. More Jar Jar.
1: I'll start it off wrong for you. <laughs> um, it, it Not not great. It's obviously better when she's out of the queen's outfit, but yeah. it just... It, that was one of the harder parts. It it sucks too because they like, you can have that regal air and still have a ton of personality and force, and it just
0: didn't come across. Also, the hair. Yeah. Pretty pretty bunk ass hair, She I mean, had going in. And...
1: I won't I won't judge alien hairdos. They do what they want. I <laughs> guess, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I mean, one of
0: them, one of them, when she's got like that, the giant pigtail situation going on. There's so much hair there. That's just not hers. Like, it's so clearly she just has some giant, like, horse tail extensions to make this, like, ridiculous eight-foot-long pigtail situation happen. I won't judge. Yeah, Fair enough.
1: Uh, I want to talk about hair real quick. To be uh, an apprentice, you need a oh. rat tail? <laughs> That's a thing?
0: I'm so glad by episode three they figured that out like yo people don't want to look at this <laughs> mullet <laughs> and it's literally they have the mullet and rat tail or like the two looks that they have why why would they choose is there, those? I mean,
1: is there a reason like in the lore for that if there is it does not come across in the movies and you're left with just like why do you do that
0: there might be i so i've never read any of like the old republic stuff like i only read stuff that's like around four five six time frame or like shortly after and so I don't know if there's like a reason for the stupid haircuts, but I will say probably not because they take it's not just humans like they, you know, every species, right? There's Jedis in a variety of different uh, uh, species race. So, you know, they don't make fucking Mandalorians take their helmets off and have a stupid rat tail. They can wear whatever the fuck they want. That's like, I don't understand why humans have to have the stupid rat tail for. Yeah, I'm not that a fan. is rough. Very rough.
1: One more thing I want to talk about is the government, and I think we'll do this every week. We'll talk about the government that is in charge at the time. I guess we could do both the the republic and the whatever the dark empire is at the time at, at the during the movie. Mm-hmm. There's a subreddit on Reddit that's the Empire did nothing wrong. And it talks about like it, like it's a bunch of memes because that's all Reddit is. But yeah, like at its like core is like if you're a common person, you're very confused at all of this destruction and yes, <laughs> like it, like who really cares about the top whatever? I mean, it's like it's not like Tatooine ever looks like it improves. I'll say it that way, right? Like right. it always right. looks like a. Slave well,
0: job of the Hut. To be fair, Tatooine is outside of the uh, uh, constraints of the. Uh,
1: uh, the more you know, yeah. job of control, I guess. Yeah, that's right. Or the hut.
0: Controlled by the huts.
1: Uh, it, even so, it's like there, there's like all these like every time yeah. you see a planet or whatever, it's like it's not like it's like oh that looks good. like it, I don't think anything really changes to the normal person, except maybe the fashion gets a little sterner when the empire's in control. Mm-hmm. So every week, I want to call out something the government that is in control of the time did wrong. Mm. This episode, you could probably pick from a couple. The number one moment was the they're at the Senate early on. They're in the big dome with all the, yeah, the spinny disc things. S- yeah. The spinny Segway discs. Hoverboards, actual hoverboards, just big ones. They, uh, they're trying to convince the Senate that there is a conflict on Naboo, mm-hmm. and they say, no, you can't do that, or you can't prove it, so we don't believe you. And then there's a vote of no confidence, and Palpatine is able to take the, the chair. Mm-hmm. How in the world can't they prove that there's a... Con- like, they don't have some sort of video that isn't a grainy holograph? I don't...
0: So, they don't have video, but that in itself should have been enough to tell them that there was something fucky happening on Naboo. Yeah, the right. Remember, the the blockade cut off all communications, but uh, that right. should have been enough where they're like, oh, we can't Something's get a relay in Naboo. <laughs> um, to Naboo? To a, a densely populated... Technologically advanced society, and we can't make a cell call to them to see and if they're. Doing they knew all
1: right. it was the Trade Federation right outside, yeah. too, right? But they right. were debating, like, what they were just like, ah, oh, Naboo's communications are just down. It's like, well, the Trade Federation is there, and they can communicate. What's going on? And like, they were like, ah, oh, I don't know, communications are down. Like that
0: corruption, bureaucracy. Like Dave. A weird That's what thing was going there. on.
1: Not, like they. You don't need video of Naboo in Naboo. You just need the planet, and then you see a zillion ships around it, and,
0: like, army yeah.
1: ships and all this, like...
0: I would say, counterpoint, that's exactly what they were saying. Like, they were saying, like, oh, you won't do shit because you don't want to ruffle the feathers of the Trade Federation, so I'm moving for a vote of no confidence. They, they, It wasn't so much that they're like, oh, we don't know. It's like they fucking knew, wouldn't do anything about it because of the Trade Federation. That's that was the conflict that she said. Okay, well, if you're not going to do shit, then we're voting for someone else. Basically, what I would say is where the Galactic Senate fucked up the worst is why would you elect the guy who's from the planet that there's like? Wouldn't that be a conflict of interest to make yeah. this guy the yeah, leader like of the of Galactic Senate?
1: Right. in. I didn't. I didn't realize he was from Naboo. They say is, that Yeah. Both
0: of them are. Yeah. uh Sheev Palpatine. Another
1: call out. Good one first time palpatine appears well both as like the emperor and the or the sith lord and in his human form are in holograph form hologram form so like a little hint early on i think i think oh yeah they it did the the old the the first three movies four five six did they say palpatine specifically in there like did we always know it was him
0: I don't know. I don't know. I I I don't remember actually off the top of my head. I feel kind of uh, like an idiot. We gotta look that up. Yeah. Uh, he's named on screen for the first time, uh, in episode one.
1: So the name Palpatine comes in the first time in episode one.
0: Yep. So we did not know it was him. Correct. Okay. So. Yeah, but yeah, but. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I, so that's all I mean, fine, it's the but same I, I actor. just like he looks like him. Well, no, pig. I know, but like the first time you see him, then I think is a really good little Easter egg. So that's the first true. time yeah, you see yeah, yeah. him is in holograph, hol- hologram,
0: holograph.
1: The first time you see Palpatine <laughs> in hol- is in hologram form, and like, can we get a better video signal? I, like, just send me a picture half the time. These holograms are horrible for, like, yeah, being able to speed. travel light speed. Yeah. They didn't, like, you, figure out a camera. Like, <laughs> it's a pretty big hole. Yeah, that's
0: the other That's speeds. a consistent issue with Star Wars. Like, the hologram brings nothing no, to the table. No, it doesn't do <laughs>
1: anything. It's way that worse. That the Zoom
0: call wouldn't be.
1: I mean, that's my thing with the, the Senate for. and, like, proving Naboo has a problem. It's like, well, if you just took a big picture... Outside, yeah, surely they have cell phones, see. right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Also, um, well, that <laughs> planet got... like doesn't—they don't have some sort of defense system that lets them get out a message. Like well, they do. It's the just... Gungans. Yeah, that's yeah. the defense yeah. system. Yeah. yeah, I guess
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll just send the swamp people after whoever <laughs> invades us. Yeah. Um,
1: Anyways, so Palpatine appears first as a hologram as yeah. the emperor, and then also the first time he appears as a senator is also in a hologram form. Yeah, and a it cool does that plot. weird,
0: that weird like body cut out where it like makes them all goofy looking. Yep. I remember that specifically. Uh, do we want to talk about how ridiculous the trade federation, whatever species they are, are goofy eyes. God, so freaking annoying. Send like the droidicas. like you never like I don't even know what a droidy cause is, and then all of a sudden the Rolly Droids, that's what you said is that the Rolly Droids. Um Droidicas. Yeah, uh, they suck. The
1: droids also pretty bad. There's a scene when I think it's it happens twice, but the opening scene I don't know if the droids ever get off a shot, and there's like seven of them. the The normal standing ones, the roly ones, do, but
0: oh, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like
1: they just get sliced apart. It's like it's a robot. Why can't it just shoot so fast? well? They do. I
0: so I think they do. Yeah, because the first, the first time the they droids made. attacking right was when they they filled the uh, room with gas. They step out, and then they—you see the lightsabers light up, and they go because the yep. droids were terrible comic relief yep. in this as well. Um, and I do think they start shooting, which is immediately, you know, bounced back. Uh,
1: um, so then back to Naboo, they're trying to get uh, the the royalty to the throne room. Yes, and the Jedi's have to rescue them first. And they drop in, and these droids have been escorting this royal party. The droids do not shoot a single time. There's like nine of them,
0: which probably isn't enough. Yes, I do remember that. And then yeah.
1: it it's not like it's over in 0.5 seconds and they can't get a shot off. It's like, it takes like 11 seconds for this to get resolved. Right. They don't get a single shot off. It's like, what? Do you, why do you have robot guards if they can't? bullet trigger
0: (laughs) the droids are terrible and this is also something that comes up again um god i don't remember when but this comes up multiple times the the idea of a relay ship Mm -hmm. um like this idea that like oh if we just take out the one ship none of the droids will work it's like, really? Yeah. That's the best system you come yeah, up with is just have just one ship with a big RC comp- controller, like not disperse any of it. Like, yeah.
1: We just say in general, communications, not great. Not, not a strong point. Yeah,
0: they spent so much time figuring out pod racers yeah. that they didn't have time to invent a cell phone. And
1: they're like, hey, why don't we get the people that invented the space travel, the warp speed to work on Zoom calls? for one week <laughs> let's see what they could
0: do put anakin on it yeah he's honestly. a tech genius um, that's what they should have done by by episode two it should have just been like a significantly better more user-friendly uh, technology experience and they could just had one line it's like wow thanks anakin for revolutionizing naboo's telecoms this yeah. has really been a game changer for us
1: big uh. big struggle there so another character too that we haven't talked about yet is a, is one of the most exciting characters I think in this series.
0: Yeah, I think he's the best character in the prequel series. Yep,
1: I, I agree. Darth Maul. Yes. Only lasts. He's only got twenty minutes or so of yeah. screen time, and
0: I want to I want to redact my statement. Coolest character. Yes. in the the prequel. I, I, sure. I think
1: uh, I would argue. The, certainly, favorite villain.
0: Uh, not my favorite, and it's gonna. We're gonna need to wait for another installment to get to some of my faves. Okay, um, but very cool. Either way,
1: I yeah. the double lightsaber. Iconic, incredible. <laughs> um, the the quick note on lightsabers in general too. We're talking about this bad. Well, let's get into it. The scene Mm -hmm. you see him the most in is this long lightsaber battle duel at the end where it's two on one. So he's got the double lightsaber. He's fighting them both off. I think part of of the reason I like him so much is he's mysterious. Like He doesn't doesn't say a lot. He doesn't say he has like one word, right? He's got like one line.
0: Uh, Yeah. He says it's like like in
1: a weird passing thing, too. It's not even like a two. Yeah. Yeah. So the robot Uh, thing or something. Palpatine says something
0: to him like, hey, go get these fuckers. And he's like, it will be done. Yeah, Like, it's something like that. It's like, could have just said, should have just had him say nothing. Yep. The entire, like, that would have been way cooler. he just like nodded. Part of the appeal um, is
1: the mystery of him. Uh, Yeah. He also looks like a demon devil guy.
0: Yeah. So that's the species. Um, Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. it, It really is a shame. And they explore him a little bit. And he has a cameo in, one of the films as well. They explore him more in like some of the cartoon stuff. Again, like I wasn't really Jones in for cartoons. Um yeah, it seems like he's yeah. the
1: main villain just based on I, I haven't seen any of him either, but based on the
0: Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Some of the stuff you see. Um Yeah, it's, it's awesome, awesome fighting style. I would say the worst thing with him is his death was like just bad. Yep. Like I everything it would have been fine if it hadn't been like, uh so Obi-Wan flies up lands behind him he like turns around like stands there for like three seconds like oh and then gets chopped yeah out. he like he doesn't he's like, he had the quickest reactions of anyone exactly. and he just like I just
1: right. he's like oh you did a trick that i could definitely do too <laughs> And then, right and then, we
0: watch this guy fight for like 10 15 minutes and then he gets like caught off guard by a somersault and it he's, just blows he's caught my on
1: guard He's, he's he's looking right at him. He's, he's, right. Got, he's like, okay, now is my time, I guess, is the only thing that's got to be going through. Yeah. Um, yeah,
0: it, well, I'd say one of the cool things, too, to watch is uh, watching the uh, difference between preparation. So, like, when there's the... <laughs> and the thing cuts in front of him, between him and Qui-Gon, and Qui-Gon immediately drops to the ground, is, like, trying to meditate and, like, calm himself. That's his whole juju. And uh, you can tell that... Um, maul is like just trying to stay amped up and like angry and shit yeah Yeah, exactly so that's very cool i appreciate them like immediately starting to explore that in this movie um because you know four five and six just don't address some of that stuff it wasn't really like lore at that point right so like that's one of the things that was super cool about this was seeing that dichotomy of like the light versus the dark side and like how they use those tools basically um, um, I got yeah. t- I got
1: two other things on this battle. One, and I think it's obvious for anybody that watches that anybody that's seen four, five, and six, which is the entire planet, the battles are so much better. The lightsaber yeah. work is like yeah. we're gonna, we're gonna watch four in three weeks or so. The lightsaber works horrible by today's standards. Yeah, they yeah. just do like, boom. Right. Zoom, yeah, it's
0: definitely more like zoom. classic sword fighting. I'd say they jump bad. the shark a little bit in uh, in two and three, and we'll get to that. I think one is kind of the perfect like, yeah, there's some cool uh, like flips and stuff without it being absolutely fucking batshit, which well, they even, do.
1: Even the uh, just the like uh, even like just the sword work, like the yeah. n- ignoring the flips, it's like there's just so many more impacts like between yeah. and there's like cool like deflections behind the head. They're perfectly timed. Like they, they did an incredible job with the choreography of all this.
0: Yeah, and we'll talk about this later because it will come up again. But I think it is pertinent with this. Like, and I don't know if it'll come up again. You could make an argument that it is perfectly canon that like you have these two like relatively young Jedi against a relatively young Sith, and they're like showing these incredible moves. Then all the Jedi get wiped out, and there's one guy left. Obi Wan. Well, there's yep. others if you're like super into dork lore, but. So there's Obi-Wan and he's old as shit at this point and he's teaching Luke. So the best thing he's going to show him is like, here's the basics that you need to know. Cause I'm fucking old and I can't do any of this cool shit anymore. Uh, so Luke fights like that too. And then there's Darth Vader who has completely restricted motion uh, because he's, nah, I'd say you could make an argument that he's got restricted motion in his later years. He's in that apparatus. Like I, it, it, it's, it is uh, you could make an argument that it's fairly canon that they, have much more like intricate uh, battle skills in the prequels than what you see in four, five, six. There's like a justifiable reason for that.
1: I reject it, but I acknowledge that it's out there. Fair enough. <laughs> um, um, other thing I want to talk about the battle quick, and you you kind of touched on it. The uh, doors that
0: yeah, those are shut
1: super cool, and then turn the so. It was so brilliant because it built tension. There was yeah, a absolutely. lot of tension every time those shut. And like Obi Wan's trying to help, but he's pretty slow. <laughs> Not right. a good forty time. Can't get through the doors. <laughs> it's forty. Gets get stuck. Um, it was that was one of the best parts of because it was literally this heated battle and then pause. And all the emotions are still up there. It's still tense, and you just have to sit in it for a bit. So
0: totally agree a fantastic plot device totally served its purpose flip side what the fuck is the yeah point of those no zero point to any of them. but <laughs> that, you yeah, you could it's say the that most of
1: this universe <laughs> and I'm, I'm buying into this one more than the other stuff
0: especially with like droids when you see some of the droids that you're like there's no way you have a specialized purpose you're just a weird droid that someone was yep. like hey let me put a computer in this broom
1: yep um very uh Flintstones-esque. Like, yeah, yes. this dinosaur is going to be the garbage <laughs> shoot. It's like, all right. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. yeah. Anything else we want to touch on? We, we didn't really talk about pod racing too much. It is cool. They spun a video game out of it, which that is actually yeah. they are dropping on Switch. I don't think it's no. remastered. I think they're just porting oh. it.
0: Uh, oh, man. I hope that they do it with their whole Switch online. I heard they were going to Maybe start releasing N sixty four games later this year, and yeah. I'm very. I think I think that.
1: that's what it is. That's what they're they're Fuck over. Yeah, that's so, fantastic. One of the best parts of the movie, CGI was great, yeah. especially compared to some of the the other stuff. Um, some kind of weird stuff happens throughout. Also, they're just like cool with like these snipers.
0: Yeah, the Tuscan Raiders yeah, shooting on my stuff. That kind of like, our,
1: like that's some Tuscan
0: Raiders on the ridge. Yeah, that's actually, that's uh, a perfect voice. Could shoot him in the face. There's usually. like I get it, it's like ah oh, well
1: it's tattooing stuff just like that just happens. It's like well but, yeah. like the people that put a ton of money into their racers and stuff don't want to deal with snipers is right. the reason they lost. If they think they're like that they just it wouldn't be there. That yeah it'd get pushed out.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, there's there's some issues with the pod racing i'm trying to remember i remember watching it and thinking like oh that's kind of weird they don't uh, really
1: like it seems like they can kind of fly kind of now obviously it's some sort of hover in there but yeah and I again it can mean, like, yeah. like accelerate in the air mm-hmm. there's some
0: of that sebulba yeah it's so interesting factoid there so you might remember uh shoot what's i wrote down the name of the planet because i knew i was going to forget it uh it's either Malastare, I think it's Malastare. Uh so Qui Gon makes a comment uh when they're like, Oh, pod racing. Never heard of it. He's like, Oh, they have pod racing on Malastar or Malastare or whatever. Um, that's where Zabulba, who's the dickhead, that's where he's from. Uh, that's where the, the Doug are from, and that's su- supposedly like where pod racing came from. Uh, so that's just a fun wasn't good there. enough
1: to crack it on that. Yeah, line. that's probably so what it is. Came here yeah, he uses cheap shots to win. Yeah,
0: he's he's like the the uh, you know college basketball player going to open gym at the local rec center when he uh, graduates and comes back from his stint in Europe.
1: Except he's also not that good. and He trips other people all the time. Yeah,
0: he's a, just <laughs> a constant cheater. That's the other thing too. It's like this guy. It's like you'd think someone would be like, Yeah, we're not gonna race if this fuck boy is in the race. Well, like every week they're like, you know what? This is the week. We're going to beat him. It's no, like it's, he I mean, wins it every like week. the
1: mortality rate on pod racing. It's pretty you know high, what? right?
0: Think about it. I don't think you ever actually see any characters die. Like you see a lot of like, no, true, lot of... and then they like spin out, you know, like in like <laughs> off screen. It's but they Wario don't actually sounds. like. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Pac-Man. Waka, 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 waka. That would be a great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. It, pod racing. Pretty cool, though. All right, let's
1: close this out. Jack, currently having watched the first movie and only the first movie, where does it rank on your list? Number one. It ranks number one for me right now, Mm. too. (laughs) Star Wars The Phantom Menace. It was like a good movie marred by... gungans (laughs)
0: yes and so there's oh man there's two things that i forgot and i just want to drop in here some some after feed so first and foremost the like procedural shit like the fact that like a third of this movie was um like centered around a trade dispute basically like you know beyond a trade dispute okay i will say i used to think super rough but now with these new ones come out and it's like just action 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 it is so nice to have, like, just a boring B-plot going around in the background to, like, kind of center things. I truly appreciate that, like, there's an actual plot device here other than, like, we're going to blow up this fucking planet. Like, there's actually something to it, which I appreciate that. And then the other thing that we didn't mention when we were talking about the uh, mall battle, the music during that yes. is oh my the God. best piece the of score, music. The in, score in all of these, it's all really, of these like, is fantastic. a
1: staple. This one, I I agree. The score is incredible.
0: so. For me, like the two, it's this one and uh, the Leia's theme, both of those are just like so fucking good. Yeah. So, yeah, very excited to explore the great work of what is it, John Williams? John Williams,
1: yeah. Um, um, all so
0: right, that's so that's it. Number one, currently number one.
1: Currently number one. Uh, like we said earlier, we're going to be doing this once a week. We are going through an order.
0: All right. Well, if you're sitting around binging, uh, it's probably because of the current pandemic. And luckily, listeners, we have another self-improvement tip. Uh, this week, we thought we'd talk to you a little bit about you know staying safe, some some basic steps that you can take to uh, keep healthy, just generally speaking, but also you know extremely pertinent in these times. Um, so today, we're going to talk to you about a simple three-step process of how to avoid. Uh, catching coronavirus, COVID-19, and future uh, illnesses. Starting from the top, step one, always wash your hands. Now, I know what you're thinking. Even when I pee? Well, according to the Center for Disease Control, the answer is, of course, yes. Unless you have an exceptionally clean penis. Washing your hands is one of the most effective ways to prevent the spread of germs. Plus, if you didn't know already, there's poop on everything. The average human drops around 27,000 pounds of browns in their lifetime. Poop is inevitable. It's eternal. Poop surrounds us. Well, What to do when there's no sink nearby? Fret not, dear listeners, you can always use hand sanitizer. Well, that is, of course, if I hadn't purchased 14 pallets of it from a local regional distributor on March 1st to fill a 15-foot by 40-inch easy-set above-ground pool with built-in pump and cover. I call it the Marco No Polio. Go ahead. Piss in it. Step two. Wear a mask. It's the hottest trend of the spring. And likely summer, fall, winter, spring, summer, fall, and next winter. Masks are a great way to keep airborne particulates from entering your body. Hey, remember like four months ago when scientists were warning us that we all needed to use N95 masks or else we wouldn't effectively prevent the spread of the coronavirus? But now shit's so fucked that they're all like, yeah, Fuck it. Try taping a dryer sheet to your face. That might work. If you're one of the seven people in the United States that managed to purchase a proper mask before all of this, you're still pretty much shit out of luck unless the other person is also wearing a proper mask. If you are hard-pressed to find a mask, you could try making one of other materials, or simply upgrade your sanitation with the purchase of a hazardous materials or hazmat suit. I unfortunately could not find a hazmat suit. I did, however, have a beekeeping suit. Why, you ask? Definitely not sex stuff. For the past 12 weeks, I've spent every waking moment either wearing a beekeeping suit or doing laps in my sanitation pool. I sleep on a bed of Clorox wipes and start each meal with an amuse-bouche cocktail of bleach and ammonia. Step 3. Avoid human contact. Now, this one has nothing to do with getting sick. We really needed to stop touching each other a long time ago. Take shaking hands, for example. Why the hell are we still doing that? Let's clasp our hand meats together and raise them up and down just the right amount of times. Also, let's put enormous pressure on our children to learn how to clasp meats with just the right firmness. Not too firm now, Billy. The point is, a little social distancing is long overdue. Is it too much to ask to be outside of sneezing range of a species that's notorious for failing to block their sneeze hole? If you're worried about people invading your personal space while you're out in public, just get a big dog and put a muzzle on it. Even if it's the sweetest dog in the world, people won't want to sneeze within 50 feet of you. If you're not ready to own a dog, try other great ways to gain some distance. I am a huge proponent of not wearing pants. In colder months, you could always try screaming at random things towards the sky or wearing a vest for your favorite charity whilst carrying a clipboard. There's no better way to get people to move to the other side of the street. Combine that with your beekeeper suit and clean hands and you'll finally feel safe. Thanks for joining us for another self-improvement tip.
1: Jack, when do I get to try out the Marco Napoleon pool? <laughs> uh you <laughs> I knew you were doing yard work. You mentioned that in other episodes. I didn't realize this was the output.
0: That's my goddamn pool, Dave.
1: I can't I can't even take a I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna hop the fence one night. I'm gonna hop the I w- fence, jump in your pool.
0: I will tell you, it's not in my backyard, it's in my basement, first of all. Second of yeah, all, I hard. have I have peed in it a lot just to see. Um it does kill the germs, but there's still a lot of pee in there
1: sterile anyways and cool. it's a pool full of hand sanitizer my least concern perfect uh beekeeping suit as well nice touch thank you I'm sure colleen loves that good for intimate moments
0: we're not we can't talk about that on the cast well <laughs> yeah
1: Jack, it is Tuesday, which means I have had one full week to work up something to say. Jack, can I just say something? Yes, please. Throughout quarantine, everybody's binging a little more. Binging on what, you may ask? Probably booze. Probably Netflix. Probably carbs, pizza, anything that isn't particularly healthy, you're probably binging on it, and that's okay. One of these in particular, I have an issue with, and I think I've found a way to optimize, and it kind of baffles me that it hasn't been done yet. I've watched a lot of Hulu, I've watched a lot of Netflix, I have binge shows. Jack, why in the world do streaming platforms not have a shuffle button for series or anything in general? Like, if you give me action movies, just shuff like, just it's basically choose something if it's a movie, right? You hit shuffle, it chooses a movie. For, like, sitcoms, it is so obvious. When yes. I watch The Office, I don't really care where I start. I think you could argue, yes. like, well, you don't want to start with season yeah, seven. Or the no, plot no, lines or- aren't
0: that important. You yeah, know, it's like Seinfeld. I love like the jokes. Right? Seinfeld's Seinfeld a perfect example. It's exactly.
1: It's like every episode absolutely is should be a shuffle, and it doesn't, like, the series, I would argue, doesn't fall off or, like, no ramp up. It's just great the entire time. Like, yeah. Let me hop in wherever. I don't care. It's, like, it's honestly exhausting for trying to be like, okay, I just, season four, just shuffle, man. Yeah, absolutely. Always sunny in Philadelphia. Another example is like, I don't have a specific area I want to start. Just give me an episode. I just want to watch sunny. South Park, Simpsons. I could go on and on. But What's funny, too, is like,
0: for the most part, like, TV's been doing this for years anyways. Like, syndicated episodes, like, they just, there's like 20 episodes that they just play in a random order throughout the year. You see the same 20 episodes, like...
1: I'm pretty w- sure too. Like the dev work is like, one guy takes a Friday afternoon, writes, <laughs> then writes then the one line. It to, yeah, it's like it's like just play a random episode shuffle. within underscore. show. Yes, yeah. If you want to get real advanced, like Office, maybe an example. Maybe you only want the Steve Carell seasons. Then like just you know maybe pick six seasons. Then he you know what through though? There. But you don't even algorithm. need that
0: algorithm. Yeah. Like if I tell you I want to watch. Uh, the office and you shuffle it, and then I can say like, no, nah, I don't like this episode. And they say, oh, hey, every episode you have without Steve Carell, you're saying no. We're just going to give you the the classics.
1: Come yeah, on, they, they basically any sitcom in general, and it, this is basically where you're going needs like a top episodes list. Yeah, I like think they, they like,
0: could easily. They just yeah. pull the IMDb data yeah, on it, yeah. like and just or not even that, just yeah.
1: viewers like viewership. Like I'm sure that yeah, even out a point over too. a big enough yeah, sample, and plus, they certainly have it.
0: With that, I would never have to watch Scott's Tots. I would never have to watch uh, Phyllis's wedding. I feel like doesn't get enough credit for being so fucking painful to make it through. Uh, what are some other just like terrible? I feel like The Office was notorious for like painful yeah, like episodes. Dud. Yeah, not they're not even duds. They're like intentionally painful. They are just like cringe porn. Like, yeah, I, I mean, like it... Scott's Tots has some funny moments, but it's just painful. And same thing with like Phyllis's wedding, any of those. So, like, it's. I want to have to select those. I want to make sure that they never randomly shuffle in Yeah, front or of me.
1: just like, see so you shuffle, and then it's, it's the exact same as music. And then it's just like, yeah. next episode. And it just yep. goes to them. Like, you don't have to. It's still shuffling. You're still going on. It is kind of unbelievable. And, Jack, this is the stuff we need right here. Yes. I need it. When I'm watching right. like TV or like, you know, it's like, especially if you have that like. 30 minute hour window where you're just eating quick and then you're moving on to something else i don't care what it is man it's been a long day i'm stuck in here i just just play something i don't want to think yeah. about this decision
0: i think the end game for me so yeah first of all it's like stop investing in stupid shit like i don't care like they have like the like oh it's the house party see what your friends are like i don't give a fuck what my <laughs> friends are watching like no. <laughs> Uh, in fact, if anything, like I, I want as much privacy as possible so no one knows how many times I've watched the same show over and over and over again. Uh, I think Endgame eventually. So they're going to master this uh, shuffle technology, real leap. Uh, they're going to incorporate machine learning so that it starts figuring out the types of episodes I want and just serving up the stuff that's good for me so they'll have a nice little algorithm going there. And then in like 20 years, uh, once CGI is indistinguishable from uh, actual footage, They can incorporate the uh, machine learning, uh, the algorithm with CGI and start just generating new sitcoms based exclusively (laughs) on the things that I find funny.
1: This is the end game. Yeah. That's honestly like that could happen. I agree. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe our lifetimes, but. um, Oh, God. There's a Rick and Morty episode that just came out that touches on that a little bit. Oh, Um, no. Rick and Morty is another good example. It's like, I don't, I, they're all so good. I just, give one. Yeah, there's want, very little continuity that goes. matters there. Yeah, 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 it's all, it's all. There, it's like, there is continuity, yeah, but it's it's like not, yeah. you could watch the, every episode in and of itself and you wouldn't feel left out.
0: Right, exactly.
1: It needs to Shuffle? happen. And it's so I obvious. Sh- I've, I've heard like, oh, they're testing. It's like, what is there to test? Who doesn't like this? Yeah. Who doesn't hear this and is immediately like,
0: oh, I don't want that on Netflix. Even if like they, they don't even need to test like just test it on everyone. If people use it, great. If they don't Okay.
1: Yeah. I like I if you told me there's a shuffle button on sitcoms, like people people will be all for it. I, I really like it just seems so obvious. Jack, it's the oh. exact opposite of Quibi. Yes. It's obvious that it's gonna work. Quibi very was, obvious it's not I mean, going to start, work
0: <laughs> dude can you just imagine a day that it, you like get out of bed at like 10am immediately order a pizza by time you make it downstairs to the couch the pizza arrives or by time you make it to the couch I'm visualizing in my own home the pizza arrives you've already selected like the 8 sitcoms that you're interested in and the whole day it's just shuffling around between like sunny the office parks and rec oh. seinfeld <laughs> Uh, community gets in there for a oh, few. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. God, dude. This is... Scrubs. I've been watching Scrubs again lately. Really uh, would not be uh, on TV today. I'll say that much. But uh, also, yeah, some of the jokes are uh, very, very not 2020 appropriate. Yep. It's, you know, like everything else. But generally speaking, throw some Scrubs in the mix. Yeah, if I could just have a 12-hour block of just randomly served 22-minute sitcom episodes. Oh,
1: The, uh, the day you just described, I can, as you know, because you have the statistics in front of you for our viewership, our viewership is just a bunch of efficiency freaks. They are waking up, they're as efficient as possible, they're minimalist, they're working out like crazy, they're optimizing every part of their lives. The day they, you just described, that you just described, is a nightmare to
0: them absolute dreamland to me it sounds fantastic i mean i i would love it except they, here's the problem here's what netflix is gonna do they're gonna start cycling in some of their shit that's probably why they don't have the shuffle feature because they know people would just make a playlist and just watch the same four shows no one would branch out and be like yeah let me throw a tiger king in the mix. Let me you know what I'm saying? Like they would lose viewership on their original content. They're I feel like. they're
1: like losing some of these shows anyways. I don't know. If you're Hulu and you just bought the rights to Seinfeld, it's like I, you get sick of the show too. It's not like yeah. you're always in the mood for a comedy. Yeah. I don't I don't think like I I think the exact use case of Shuffle is I don't have the brain power to yeah. want to go through and choose something. So I'm going to watch The it, Office, and I'm not going to start a new mode. original content. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, It just seems like such an obvious ad. Blows my mind that it's not a thing.
0: Get to it, Netflix.
1: Jack, that's all I got to say.
0: Well said. There's, when you texted me that earlier, I was just filled with shivers of excitement. I was very excited.
1: Um, that's what we look to do on this podcast. Jack does ASMR shivers. I just do shivers about streaming services. That's uh, it's
0: what you come to expect on this podcast an hour and 20 <laughs> minutes of Star Wars episode 1 review and 15 minutes of shoehorn content at the end <laughs> shiver inducing <laughs> shiver inducing content
1: shiver me timbers
0: that's all we got that's all we got I guess you could say that's everything you need to know. This week on I'm David. I'm Jack. Look at this. Another opportunity for a bird cast. And here we go. Kicking things off today, I want to make a comment on one of the uh, newer birds to my repertoire. Not necessarily you know, extraordinarily rare, but uh, from what I understand, typically a bird that prefers bodies of water, which as I will later reveal, uh, is the likely reason for why I saw this bird. I'm speaking of course of the swallow. Uh, swallow, relatively unremarkable bird, um, not hard to find, they are commonly near bodies of water. Um, in this case they were near the Mississippi River the only reason um, I do
1: I get up is so that he gets bird casting. And...